everyone, and welcome back to Introduction to Health Policy Making in Developing Countries. This is Professor Carter, and today we are going to discuss program evaluation. We will discuss the importance of evaluating healthcare programs. We will also discuss the need to revise healthcare programs. The evaluation framework used in this lecture can be found at www.cdc.gov. What is a program? Evaluation. A program evaluation tool is a systematic collection of information or data about the outcomes related to the programs you created, implemented, and provided to your participants. It is a great way to measure how your program impacted your participants. According to the CDC, the framework for evaluating or determining the evaluation of a design starts with the program's goals. So I'm going to use an example of a smoking cessation program. Let's say the long-term goal was to decrease the amount of smoking over three, six, or nine months. And a short-term goal would be to decrease the attitudes towards smoking. So now, if those are your program goals, you have the first step of the framework of the evaluation framework design. The next thing that you want to consider is researching a variety of credible evaluation designs. Some of the designs that you may come across might include a Likert scale, or pre and post surveys. Once you have researched the credible evaluation tools, you would then select which evaluation design would work best for the program that you designed. When you are selecting your evaluation, be sure to consider the time frame, the budget, again, your short and long-term goals. You may even want to engage your stakeholders in the task of developing an evaluation design. Each evaluation design must be reliable or able to be trusted. Reliable designs will measure 
the program lessons intended and learned outcomes. An example of primary data may be quantitative survey. They can also be used to measure knowledge, attitudes, beliefs, and practice. A Likert scale is an example of primary data. The Likert scale might ask a survey question based on the program's short-term goals. For example, in the tobacco cessation program, the short-term goal was to change the attitudes towards smoking. Therefore, in the survey, you may want to ask, has the program changed your attitude towards smoking? If you're using a Likert scale, the participant will be able to rate that question. So let's just use, for example, a scale from one to three, one being poor, two being good, and three being excellent. So that participant would be able to rate on a scale of one to three if the smoking cessation program has changed their attitude towards smoking. Some other questions that could be used in that Likert scale or rating would be, Rate your overall satisfaction with this program. Or were the program goals met? So in order for them to be able to answer that, the goals should be stated in the beginning of the program. So if you are having a in-person, online, telephone conversation, the goal should be stated at the beginning of the program. So they are able to determine if the goals were met. So if your goal is to decrease the attitudes about smoking, then they could say the goals were met or they were not met. Um, you could also ask, did the workshop provide valuable information in your Likert scale? So usually valuable information would be considered information that you didn't already know prior to attending that program or workshop or seminar. And so you could then measure if your workshop, your program, your seminar, provided the participants with valuable information. Again, you wanna include if that goal was to change attitudes, my attitude has changed as a result of attending this workshop. So you wanna make sure that if there's an attitude change, it is as a result of attending your program workshop or seminar. 
Another type of data that can be collected is secondary data. Secondary data can be surveys used to measure existing knowledge of the population both uh, before the program and then you could add a, another evaluation or measurement after the program. So a pre-program test is commonly given and that is um, a test that is given prior to the, to the program where participants um, are tested on their knowledge in relation to, let's use the example, smoking. Then the participants, after they go through the program, are given another test called a post-program test that sometimes it's the very same test. And that post-program test is used to measure if the participants learned something in that program. So you compare the pre-program test to the post-program test and see if there's a, a difference in knowledge. Did they learn something? And what did they learn based on those pre-program and post-program testings? And so if, if it's consistently that they've learned something, then the evaluations may or may not to be uh, need to be revised. But I don't believe I've ever uh, uh, developed a program where I didn't have to revise it based on data and surveys collected. The purpose of the evaluation is to provide quality. So along with the evidence-based information, stakeholders will make sure that the programs or quality and that they have quality improvement tools like evaluations to help them understand how your program has impacted the target population, especially if they are funding the program or providing some type of uh, services for your program or they're sponsoring your program, you're gonna need to have an evaluation. The surveys often reveal what went well and what could have gone better. This is also known as plus deltas. Knowing the plus deltas will allow the groups an opportunity to improve the program significantly. After the surveys are collected, students should be able to determine if the program outcomes were met using the resources and budget that were documented in the strategic plan. For example, once again, the smoking cessation program short-term goal may have been to change the attitudes about smoking. The long-term goal may have been to reduce the number of smoking over three, six, or nine months. And so then the feedback over three, six, and nine months will help you to determine, did we reduce 
the number of people smoking. However, in this situation, the short-term goal about attitudes, you would be able to determine using that Likert scale because we only have a short amount of time and we need the feedback and we need to revise the program. So the group should be able to determine if the results were attributed to their program. This week, students are going to create a comprehensive written document that describes the program evaluation your program will use, your group will use to measure program outcomes. Doesn't have to be long, I just need to know what type of evaluation are you going to use? Are you going to use the Likert scale? Are you going to use pre and post uh, test questions? And uh, just make sure that the evaluation design is reliable and that it will measure, it will be able to measure your program goals. Once you have completed the um, documentation that describes what evaluation program you're going to use, your group will then start to revise the program. Revising means to correct, improve, study, or review your program. And reviewing your program will give you an opportunity to reflect on the plus deltas. In order to revise a piece conceptually, students must be able to reflect on whether their message match, uh, matches their program goals. During the revision, the students should proofread, edit, and decide what changes need to be made, if any. The purpose of the revising is to look at something fresh in a critical perspective. You get to reconsider your strategies, refine your goals, and recognize or reorganize your program. Be sure to revise your final exam prior to submitting it. And that will conclude this lecture. This is the final lecture for the semester. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. This is Professor Carter. Please be well and stay safe.